Good afternoon, Chosen Royalty family. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, today is Sunday, beautiful, beautiful day of the Sabbath, and I want to invite you in, and I hope you invite others to join me here today because we have a work to do. Today is a great day for motivation. Today's a great day to give you the way of salvation and to share some things with you because it makes my heart very happy when I can come to you and read to you from um, the scriptures of our playbook, which is our Bible, our um, instruction manual for life. And um, when I can come to you, it makes me feel so happy to share whatever's in my heart, whatever the Holy Spirit places there, and to make sure that you all are gathering these things with sincerity and gathering these things with a good heart, open heart, to listen, to engage with me. I invite you, if you feel the need to um, tell me anything, a testimony, or you want to say amen, you want to give me anything back, there is a link for you to um, record and send me anything, any anything, anything that's on your heart, okay? So feel free to do those things. I'm always looking, I'm always listening, and I love to hear back from any of you, any of you who are logging in and listening. So with that being said, I have some things um, that I written in my notes that I felt to, earlier today I'd like to share with you. And it was just a couple thoughts. I was listening to 90.9, and I kind of listen to this most of, most of the time when I'm getting ready or in my car. And um, I kind of enjoy listening to some of, excuse me, excuse me I'm so sorry. <laughs> I kind of enjoy listening to some of the pastors um, that log in to show us the way of salvation and, and kind of teach us the right right way, the righteous way to live. Um, and, it's, and it's just motivational for the soul. So if you get an opportunity, log in to 90.9 and listen up. Um, I think it's KTBI. Okay, but as we go, look, yesterday, guys, yesterday morning, I logged in to record. I was going on and on and on. And I promise you, I had been talking for a great 10, 12 minutes. And just to find out that the great message that I have for you it was beautiful and i found come to find out that it did not record it literally i press record i promise you i press record i saw the timer going off in my face and when i closed my eyes and i know that the holy spirit was working in me because it was just coming from my spirit i opened my eyes again after speaking a word to you guys and literally I don't even know when it happened, but my phone stopped recording. Everything just, it just went away. Everything went away. All, everything. I didn't, it didn't save a little piece of the recording. Um, so, yeah, the devil was working very hard. I will um, try to remember these things and write down this information so I can submit that onto you. But that's, that is not exactly why I came on here for you today. So I pray that we get no interruptions and that um, we can continue 
Okay, so here's what I had on my mind. Number one, I was thinking that after a brief um, little interview that I was listening to, I did. I somewhat did um, a speech on how you know football. Uh, when we when we focus on this game in life, um, for those who didn't understand, maybe for guys or for little boys listening or whoever coaches, I try to refer to things in life like football and how we connect with God's word. And number one, I written this down to all who can get it in that type in that social world. The Bible is a playbook, almost like in football. That's number one. That's my number one thought. Is that our the, our Bible, our love letter that the Lord left us, the word right here. God, actually, this is God. The word we have in front of us, that Bible is your playbook. It's like football. And everyone knows that when we play football, well, not me, but you, you gentlemen or whoever is out there, maybe any women or any men who's in that field, um, who's in football, you understand that you have to know the plays. You guys usually have a playbook, and that playbook that you have will show you how and what strategies and what ways um, to counteract your, your, your uh, partner or your team, the opposite team, your opposing team. So therefore, being in that and looking at it in that light, you know that your way of salvation, in order to get down, in order to get to a touchdown, in order to have an open shot straight to the end zone, is to have the Holy Bible with you and to have the Holy Bible there as an answer to every single thing that you do in this life, we have to refer back to the Bible. We have to get that confirmation from God. We have to uh, interact with him um, before and after the readings. We have to um, ask God to lead and guide us with what we read and help us to understand so that way we can get that touchdown in um, whatever situation that you're in. And I want you guys to understand that it's so important that you know what your playbook, playbook is because honestly, if you go on a team and you don't know the plays, you don't have a playbook, how are you going to, how are you going to get the team to a win? How are you going to help this team win the game you can if you don't know the plays if everybody else knows the plays you don't know the plays you'll try to wing it sometimes winging it helps but who who else is that helping in and around your life is it helping the players who are going by the playbook and you throw them off off track and you do something on your own and then here the team is confused we don't want to confuse them we want to have them um prepared because if they're reading the playbook they understand and you get throw off it's like you're the lost sheep now you understand how when jesus says he will leave the 99 to go find the lost sheep there's one that is lost there's one that got off track there's one that's not doing what our father said to do so i'm gonna leave you guys here you guys know the play i'm going to go get that lost sheep so he can keep following 
us and going the same direction we're going. We, we're trying to get to, to the Father um, so we can be at peace. There are many mansions in my Father's house, and I want everybody to have a room. Come on, everybody follow. And when you follow, then we all can get our room God has prepared for us, okay? So I want you guys to understand. I want you guys to know and to see this in the realm that i'm looking at this and help understand this and this goes for everyone this goes with everyone not just coaches football players but this goes for everyone so try to apply this in your life but i know that coaches and foot and you know football players or any, any other athletes you can um connect with that word now number two number two says god gave adam a job and Adam was naming, he had to name, um, help God with that, you know, name uh, the animals, you know, I, I'm sorry guys, I was just, got a little uh, distracted there. <laughs> Adam had to name the animals of the land. Adam was told by God to toil the earth, to toil, meaning to work and to keep things up and to do those things. But that is exactly what he's calling us to do. God is calling us those things. And ever since he made Adam and he had a job for Adam, so he named Adam. So he had given Adam this name and also um he also told adam to do the same go in to actually like follow him do what i did i named you and i gave you something to do so therefore you name the animals and then go ahead and you can you know y'all keep going y'all keep doing those things and so and to this day that's what we're doing that's kind of how we got from um, back then when God named Adam, Adam named the animals, all those good things. And now when we have babies, what do we do? We name the babies. We figure out a name. We give the babies a name. So we're naming and naming came all from who? The creator and whom he started it all and he will end it all. So therefore whom that started a work, we are to follow the work that um, our creator had started for us. And Adam is this perfect example of whom um, we need to see as what we have to do. You know, we need to look at that in a perspective of how God wants us to see it and say, okay, Adam had to do those things. And so, you know, that was a very creative job. And so for Adam to do something and to be so creative with it, because God is the creator, you know, and he told us to be little creators. So he gave that to Adam. He gave that, um, that talent to him and to, is to create names, make them up, get it done. It is going to be done. And it's set in stone. Whatever is there, there are fish is a fish. A snake is a snake. Um, a cricket is a cricket, you know, a, and bird is a bird. There's, 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 things there's a there's there's so many things that god was so blessed and proud of after the creation and he made all these things and he gave uh adam a wonderful job something fun something him and god interact and had a great time you know like hey i think this one is gonna be like we're gonna name this one a dog you know we're gonna name this one you know, a, a, a kitten, we, we, this is fun, you know, and, and then the okay and the happiness came 
with God to back to God when he said, yes, it is good. And it was so exciting that this is the thing that comes naturally. It came naturally. The thing that comes to your mind, the thing you can create. And so that's how we have to do in this land is to create and things naturally that come into your spirit that God is leading you to do. It will be natural. It will come without thinking. It will come most beautifully when you and the creator work together to do this thing and it, it is good and God will bless it. He will smile on it and it will happen when it is from the creator. But you have to remember, you have to be a little creator within. And the things that you think of that goes um, into helping others and, and, and being a thing. So this is the thing you have to do, okay? So if you're going to create something, if you're going to do something in this land, if you're going to do whatever you're going to do, do it with the heart and the happiness that God placed in you. Be creative and do those things because that is what God wanted. And the toiling he placed behind Adam to get out there and work. Meaning we, I'm going to give you some vegetables. I've put them in the ground. I've put the seeds there. So what I ask you to do, Adam, okay, is to get out there and maybe... Grab some of the water. I, I put I put a river here, you know, for you. Get the water, you know. I want you to walk the land. I want you to water those seeds. I want you to, you know, pick pick up the pick up the bad things, you know, that's sitting around your garden. I, you know, grow some beautiful uh, cherries and strawberries. Grow some things in this beautiful garden. And I want you to help me keep it up, you know, keep up this garden. And so that's what we do when we go to work okay because just like he said in his word god said if a man doesn't work he doesn't eat so and that's what adam was to do he was to put in the work so that way he can eat so if you want these veggies these 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 fruits to grow if you want these things to keep manifesting you have to put the work in you have to do these things in order for you to produce a harvest Okay, and that's how we do. We put in the work, we get in there with toil, and we're still living in our natural creative purpose and doing things that God naturally put in our, our souls, our spirits. And so um, while doing those natural creative uh, things, we still have to help with toiling, like keeping it up so um, so we can eat, so we can have things, so so we can have food to nourish our body so we can have a car or a home to live under with resources and things like that so that's what the toiling of the land is going to do for you in your life and it's toiling and that is just a beautiful way to um explain how great nature is becoming how god places in in this in this earth and how what we what we are to do now number three uh number three is stay in the holy spirit always always there is a war for your soul out here i cannot stress this because you know i know that there's so many people talking there's so many people and even me i've gotten to a point to where I listen to others. I listen to people. I I see what's going on in the world. If I if I don't if I don't go in, watch TV, watch the news or anything else. 
I'm trying to figure out what's going on out here in the spiritual realm with people and how they're connecting to the souls of one another. How they are either pouring people more into darkness or pouring people more into the Holy Spirit. So that way you can gather what God has for you and for you to get your spirit man in the right place so you can follow Holy Spirit where he's taking you and know exactly how to walk like Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Jesus is already put he's put um he had given us a job before he left because he's done the hard work for us and he said to rest and he wants us to just keep on going just keep making disciples making disciples bring them on with me jesus christ and let them lead a life like i did when i was there and when i get back i'm going to save you all from all the destruction and pain Okay, and I'm going to give you the life that you are taught. You're 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 doing. You're working for. It. You're working for um, helping one another, bringing people to Jesus Christ, and telling them how good He is and what He did. Because our Father in heaven wants to um, bring you back to a place of peace and give you a new body and give you wonder a wonderful peaceful land to live and be comfortable with him because you're one with him and so if in order for us to get back to that place in our mindsets we have to know that there is a work that needs to be done because guess what i guarantee you that the enemy which is the devil and his angels are going to put in work and they're going to work in you to put in work if they can get an open door, they will. And they will work in you in order to get your souls. And to them, that can be so easy because they know that while you're living on earth, there's going to be, they can put so many trials, tribulations, and pain, and stress, and anxiety, and depression around you so heavy that it closes you in a dark room. And that is where we come in in number four, where it says, because three and four kind of works together. When number, when I get to the, this last one in number four, it says, the devil works best in darkness. That's number four. The devil works best in his darkness. So if he can get you all cluttered around and he can turn the lights off in your life, he can put you in a darkness and he said, oh, this is my stomping ground. Do you understand? Do you guys know that when you say that, you, you do you know that particular um that particular saying uh oh this is my stomping ground meaning you know the area you know where you are you can you can you can go anywhere and, and know the streets um uh, with without looking at the signs this is where you grew up at this is where you 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 found all your you found your your earthly your carnal mind your carnal self in this place this is your stomping ground and that is where the that's where the enemy comes in when darkness covers you when you have all these things around you he says this is my stomping ground i know this i can do this with my eyes shut i can get them to stress i can get them to get it i just need to get them in one spot sit them down put darkness or hover darkness around them make them think overthinking is one of the most things that is that is a i said that's the number one strategy that the enemy uses 
to put you in that dark place to make you go in that room. Do not go in. Don't open the door. Do not go in that dark room because once you enter, he is in his stomping ground and everything else follows. And you can eventually, can eventually be led astray and be led into his whole plan and scheme to just just go to get to to get to that dark place to get thrown down with him to be named and 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 numbered with the enemy to be named as a a a, a devil's child he wants to he wants to adopt you, should I say. He wants those adoption papers. He wants to name you his child. He wants that. And he already knows you're a child of God. And he knows that if he can get you in that dark place to overthink, you'll overthink so much that you place all of these things upon your life. And then it's hard to get out because then once you start analyzing and pickpocketing, Every single thing that he has already put in that room for you to overthink about, then he knows that um, I can get I I can get this person in adoption papers. I can get the birth certificate, okay. And that comes to me uh, knowing that you know God already has our birth certificate. He has possession of us. He has your birth certificate. This is not a true birth certificate that we hold down here on earth. This is just, that's a temporary piece of paper that is saying that, okay, uh, the U.S. has you as a member of citizen here, okay? But that's not true. It's it's a piece of paper that it's, it lies all day long, okay? Your, your true citizenship, listen, your true citizenship is in heaven. It is not here okay this is not that is just a temporary piece of paper that calls your name that tells you your name your birthplace and everything else okay uh, because i'm telling you all when you get to um back to the father that is non-existent how many people in you know have passed away and everything they all the paperwork all the numbers that were put on them it's non-existent anymore okay sorry to say it like that i apologize i want to just make a you know uh comment i'm sorry if that hurt anyone but i just wanted to make an example that you know all those papers your social your birth all those things get shredded it's gone and those numbers will not be used um anymore those numbers won't be used they you cannot uh reuse anybody who's passed but like like i said it's temporary that's just for the carnal body here you have a birth certificate in another place so i'm i'm happy to announce that to you is that your true eternal birth certificate the ones you have forever and ever and ever that never will be thrown away it can never be burned it can never be your birth certificate is in heaven. God has it. That who that's who has it. Okay? He's not going to do away with it. He wants it. And who's trying to steal it? 
the enemy. He's trying to steal your birth certificate. He wants it. So if you continue to live in this darkness, if you continue to put yourself there, and a lot of people say, oh, this is uncontrollable when I get this or when I get that. I have to take pills to get rid of this anxiety or depression. You don't have to take pills to get rid of that. Honestly, it's true. It's just as, it's just as easy as knowing that God our Father is our true healer. He has the power to heal. He has the power to put illnesses or sicknesses upon us um, by giving the enemy the okay to see where you are. Look at Job. He had boils all over him. Well, did he give up? Nope, he did not give up. Because even in that test, God is testing him to see, are you going to stay with me through this? Are you going to leave and go ahead and get go in the room where the darkness is so the Lord so the enemy can play and the Lord can't get to you? Where Jesus can't get to you? Because Jesus really can find you anywhere. But this is what he thinks. The enemy is kind of that stupid. He's very stupid. He's very crazy because he knows that God has control of all of this, you know. But if he he's trying to trap you into a room so therefore he thinks oh well i got you now no jesus if you open your heart and you seek him with all your heart he can come and snatch you right up out of it well that would be with god's yes god is going to say yes i see even though the enemy trapped them and put them in this place guess what I can snatch them out because they believe in me. They know even in this bad time, I can come get them. They knew this. They had it in their hearts. I know this. God knows what's going to happen, but he tests our free will to see what we're going to do. Because he gave everybody free will, okay? But he knows your beginning to your end, but he tests your free will. And that because of that, he already knows what he will bless you with coming out of it. You have to still live this life, no matter if he knows your beginning to the day you end, to the day you die here, okay? He knows it all. But even though he knows the beginning to the end, he still is going to put you to the test because your physical body still has, you have to live here until Jesus comes back to save us. We cannot live in darkness, people. We can't even go in that room because once we open the door and, and put a foot in that room, the enemy tries to snatch that foot and drag you in, okay? So don't overthink. Stop the overthinking. If something crossed your mind and it's been there a little too long, I want you to think, I want you to start thinking of Bible verses. I want you to start thinking of, even if it's the same exact one over and over again, say it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. If that's the only Bible verse that you can remember on the top of your head, I want you to repeat it. And I want you to continue to tell the enemy that the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. And I want you to continue to speak that over and over again because he knows that you're standing with the Lord Jesus Christ and the Lord is the only shepherd of your life and you shall not want anything else. If that's the only thing you can recite, say it over and over again until the, you, you, the Lord hears you. He will hear you and he's gonna pick you right up out of there. He'll get your foot out of the door. You won't overthink anymore. 
things will start coming to you, like coming to you. good distractions come at those times. You know, there's a good distraction and a bad distraction. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There's a good distraction and a bad distraction. When you have bad distractions, that's when you're doing everything with God, everything with the Lord. And then here comes distraction after people start pulling you away from your uh church you're doing um you know some bible study and you're talking about it with your friends you're worshiping and and then here's someone is keeps calling you back to back to back and they want to ask you a question about where's the where's the fruit in the refrigerator i mean where is going on i mean i thought we went to the store like we went to the store and then they started going on and on somebody else calls you and asks you hey we were supposed to talk about this house for rent like what's going on are you have some time like distractions will come back to back to back even in the midst of your worship those are the bad distractions you have good distractions that come, um, which are really good. And I hate to call them distract, uh, good distractions because it really is not. But if you can see this where I'm going, then follow me. But good distractions come when you are always, you're overthinking, you're overthinking, you want to get out, you're asking God, help, please, please show up a way to help me out of this, whatever this situation, I'm in a bad place, I don't know what's going on, here comes someone that bursts through the door, even in the midst of problems, you're overthinking, and you're at home thinking too much, and stressing, and then here comes somebody knocking on the door, what's going on here, I'm in the middle of stressing in my house, what's going on, someone knocks on the door and says, hey, guess what, we have um we have a gathering tonight at church. We're getting together. We're um worshiping. We're talking about some things. We're having a good time. We're going to talk about the Lord is going to deliver. And then also, you know, we're we're going to we're going to feed you. We're going to um you know, we're going to go on this trip with um, everyone, and this is going to be a getaway. And if you come, it's going to be a free trip. It's going to be a free getaway. Everybody's going to go so we can praise and so we can worship together. And I'd like for you to go. Can you please go with us starting tonight? We're doing this thing and we're getting plans together. Now, mind you, that came out of nowhere. Oh my gosh, it came out of nowhere. We were, I was just at home stressing about, hey, I've never, I haven't. I've, my job is tripping. I don't know what to do. I haven't been anywhere in four years. I haven't had a vacation. I need time off. I don't know what to do with my kids. I don't know. I don't, we, we don't know. And here comes this great distraction out of the midst of this worry to tell you, I've got a, I've got some place where we can go. And at the same time, we're honoring the Lord for the goodness that he's done for us. And it's a free trip. Come with us. Bring the kids if you have to. Be happy. There is daycare. There is a, a, a family time. We're doing it and we're having a blast. So this is the great thing that happens when God says enough is enough. No more pouring out those old feelings and the overthinking. I'm going to save you with something that I know that will put your heart at ease and it'll get you back to me um, because you have faith in me, but you're going through this obstacle. You put a foot in the door where that darkness is and I'm going to deliver you. So this is all that I really have for you guys. I felt so good getting this out. But before I leave, I do want to read something to you. Um, out of the way of salvation in my book, 
here, um, I want to go, I want to just read how Jesus condemns those who love darkness rather than light. And I want to tell you, it is not good to stay in that darkness because Jesus will condemn, condemn those who love that darkness. So don't love the darkness more than you love light. Please come find the light. God, God is not playing God. Guys, you know, Jesus is a, 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 lamp into our feet and a light into our path and he loves you so this says this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil for everyone that doeth evil hateth the light neither cometh to the light lest his deeds should be reproved that is john chapter 3 verses 19 and 20 and it really shows how condemnation comes to those who love darkness if you love being in that spot if you love being in the place of darkness condemnation will come it will follow you and it will literally chase you out of that darkness so eventually you're not going to stay there long you're going to be ready to get out of that darkness okay but it will condemnation comes to those who love darkness and the light will come and shine on you to show you what's right, what's wrong, what you did. It'll have you confessing. Because what it's done, you ever heard what it's done in the dark eventually comes in the light? Okay, this is where this came from. Okay, that saying comes um, from these scriptures right here. John chapter 3 verses 19 and 20. I recommend that you read that. I recommend that you get a blessing. I, re I recommend that you come out of the darkness because it does not last long. I guarantee you that getting overthinking starts that process. Oh, it kind of twists the doorknob. So please do me a favor. Don't overthink guys. There's a blessing it for you i'm telling you but just like job you will be tested and however you come out that is how you will be delivered okay so god bless you all i've been 30 minutes it's been so long since i went on and on and on but this is a good one and i just had to share that with you it's sunday and we have to love each other uh god bless you be the salt and light of the earth season well and um bless someone else invite someone to me and let's keep going god is not through with us yet okay Goodbye. Have a great, great evening. Bye, loves.